Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into a Thursday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Ailey is going to be our producer today. Uh, and first thing, be careful out there in the heat. It's going to be hot, even by Florida standards, these next three days. So just kind of take it easy as you get ready to celebrate the 4th of July holiday. Going to begin our show today by talking with Gator softball coach Tim Walton. A lot has happened since the end of softball. Some new people on the staff and you know some new players coming in. So, Tim, it's always good to talk to you. I appreciate you doing this. Yeah, thanks for having me, Steve. Um, Tim, I think I'm going to try to ask a couple of things from a fan perspective. Um, when the season is over, when do you really start preparing for the next year? Do you have individual meetings with the kids at that point? What what happens uh, in your world when a season ends? Yeah, so you know this is this is a unique one. Um, I've only experienced this ending to a season on the road. Um, you know, really like you know, and I say unique one from a regional standpoint. Right. Like my last year at Wichita State was the same way. You know, I we lost on the road. We got back. So historically, you you get back to town, you undo all your gear, you give the athletes probably about 24 hours, let them kind of unpack the. Um, their stuff. Now, this was weird. We were on the road for a long time. Um, you know, I think it was like uh, 15 of the last 19 days of the season we were on the road from Kentucky to Fayetteville, wow. back to home practice to, to Stanford. So it was a little bit of a unique um, experience, um, you know, from from that standpoint. But 24 hours, we sit down and talk at the end of the season, and you know, usually it's uh, this was weird too because I had eight eight seniors, you know, eight kids moving on as well. So um, just a just a the, the process for me is really we sit down, we talk about where we were, where we want to be, and then we kind of talk about how we got it, how we have to get there and you know, plan out the summer and get ready for the fall. You know, without getting into specifics, Tim, you know, every head coach evaluates the staff, uh, you know, and sometimes tough decisions have to be made. What goes into your evaluation of your assistant coaches as, as you look, you know, at your at your coaching staff? Yeah, you know, um, and it's, it's it's a normal process. And I think that, you know, I, I didn't realize this at the time, but, you know, almost all of our assistant coaches at the University of Florida are on year contracts. Yes. And the head coaches, you know, are on anywhere probably from, you know, from, from two to five years, depending on, you know, how long they've been there and what the length of the contract's winding downward to. Be. So, you know, I think the, um, the end of the year, and just like every year, um, I, I sit down and, and evaluate. This one was, um, you know, for me, a tough decision and um you know and, and and mike and i had you know some some conversation he's already moved on he's already got a job as the um defensive and um you know kind of a player development coach uh, at nc state so he's already you know bounced back pretty quickly and you know and, and it was tough it was really really tough and i think you know just like everybody else we analyze everything you know we uh, probably overanalyze so many things in production and you know, other stuff but you know for me this is um was really really difficult decision as, as easy as it might be for all those folks that follow us and, you know, and they have their own minds of their own of, of what we should be and what we shouldn't be and all the other fun stuff that goes into that process. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, I, I didn't know Mike and in, in to, 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 to contrary of what other people believe. Um, I didn't know Mike. Um, you know, I, I had never been with Mike before 
Um, I'd seen him on the recruiting trail, one of the hardest working individuals I'd ever seen on the trail. Um, we played against them a couple times and called a really good game in game against our hitters. So I didn't know him and uh, decided that he was the fit for Jennifer moving on. And, oh, here, let's, let's go ahead and answer the other part. Everybody says, oh, bring Jennifer back, you know, bring her back. And at the end of the day, she went back to be with her family and, you know, had a, a newly um, uh, adopted young uh, a daughter and, and her and her family moved on. So it wasn't, had nothing to do with softball, just had an opportunity to go back to her home. Everybody's like, bring her back. Well, she, she's, she's in a great place with her family. Like, it's just sounds pretty simple. It's, it wasn't a choice that was easy for her to make. And then, so Mike's moved on and, um, you know, it was tough, tough, tough. And it took me a long time to come to that decision. I actually took a week off um, from softball decisions and, and, and just really woke up one morning, had a conversation with Mike and, you know, here we are. And, you know, now we've obviously hired, hired Chelsea, uh, Chelsea Dobbins and, you know, excited about kind of the next steps. Yeah. I was just going to ask you, that was my next question. What'd you see in Chelsea to have her come on board? Yeah. So we, when, when I did this process, when I hired Mike, I didn't open it up. You know, I mean, I opened it up, you know, obviously from an HR standpoint, you have certain rules you have to follow, but I didn't open it up. I hired, I think I hired Mike, you know, 12 hours after Jennifer had made her decision. So uh, it was really quickly. I knew exactly which direction I was going in. This one, I wanted to see what the Gator brand was all about. You know, what, what have we really built here? And um, I wanted to hire somebody, um, you know, that, you know, number one, they wanted to be here um, and understand the, if they're looking to bounce next year to be, to get a job. Um, I, I didn't want that person. I want somebody who wants to be here, wants to invest in, you know, the two young arms we have coming in and, you know, and anybody else we get along the way. And um, I wanted somebody who was going to be similar to what Mike can do from a, from a player development standpoint and a game calling. And a, you know, I think my release kind of said it all, what I think Chelsea can do. Um, and then there's some other factors, you know, in there. And this is, this is one that, you know, again, it's going to come off maybe a little wrong, but you know, Chelsea's got two young daughters um, and uh, she's a mom. And uh, I, I thought that that was some stuff we needed in, in, our, in, our, in our building. You know, we have Brittany, who's my program coordinator, but she's not, you know, one of our coaches just needed a little bit of balance in the, you know, in our program. And I think that was really important for me to go out and find the right person who was qualified enough to develop young talent, but then also be able to, to recruit and um, scout and call a good game. Cause you know, we all know everybody's every pitch that gets hit over the fence. Why do we throw that pitch? And every pitch we struck somebody out with, well, I, knew, I knew we were going to throw that. Pitch. You know, that, was, that was what we should have thrown. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. That's, that's the way it is. Uh, Gator softball coach, Tim Walton joining us live here on sports scene. Tim, if I've been asked this once, I've been asked it 20 times from softball fans. What do the two young pitchers bring to the table? You've seen them. You've recruited them. What will Gator fans see when they get to the program? Yeah, well, you know, so here's the, you know, the uniqueness of it. You know, Keegan, uh, Keegan Rothrock was the Gatorade National Player of the Year last year. I think she's a three-time Gatorade Player of the Year in the state of Indiana. Um, uh, I want to say a two-time, maybe three-time state champion. I don't, I don't know all the, um, the statistics there. Um, and Ava Brown, who is now the reigning Gatorade National Player of the Year this year, she edged out probably Keegan and a couple other you know, uh, people. And Ava's a, a two-time Gatorade Player of the Year in, in Texas, one-time national, two-time state champion back-to-back. Um, they both hit. They both have power. An interesting fact, Keegan was down um, one to nothing in the uh, state championship seventh inning, she leads off with a home run to tie the game for her team to go extra innings. And um, so you've got that. Ava's also a very accomplished hitter. Play, uh, Ava plays a position as well. She plays 
first base and probably play some outfield too. Um, we've had her, you know, at camps and stuff before. Um, they're both they're both um, high level com- um, competitors. They really compete. And um, uh, Ava's a, a, a fast. Um, I mean, a rise ball, a curve, a change has a plus plus change, um, and uh, and throws good velocity. I'd say she's probably a sixty six mile an hour kid at times, um, but competitor probably more than than anything else. Keegan is can get it up as high as seventy, um, and that's a misleading. It's a misleading statistic because you know a, a velo number. Kelly Barnhill could do the same, but her you know her, her best pitch is probably her rise. You know, and it's a it's a lower, um, it's a high spin rate pitch. So it it bounces, it wobbles, it moves. Um, it's a pitch that you know it's it's a really 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 it's a wicked pitch. But she's all over the place in regard. She throws down and in, up and in, up and away, down and away changes speeds like she's she's got so many little things about her that she can do very very well and you know i read somebody's article one time about her and you know she's she's people have come miles and miles and miles away to watch this kid pitch in indiana and the state championship's been sold out every year she's been in it um and so i would say that you know from a keegan standpoint I mean, she's 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 a generational talent man she's been somebody who's been good since she was eight years old I and mean, she's played on multiple championship teams at the club level and um, just an outstanding kid and, and worker and, you know, all that stuff. So the, the key ingredient, obviously, to both of them were, are, are going to be a huge factor in our, in our success moving forward, not only this year but future, is health, health and development. I mean, that's just the nature of the beast. You know, you look at all the sports teams that do really, really well. They, they stay healthy and they, they, they're able to compete. You know, we've got to keep them healthy and we've got to you know, really um, do a good job of developing them on and off the field. Last question for you, Tim. Um, transfer portal is – here to stay. They're talking about, you know, making some changes, but how much has that changed <clears throat> your approach and how you recruit, if anything? Yeah, I mean, there's so many things I can't say, Steve, uh, you know, about that question um, just because of the, you know, the rules and regulations of that, but um, I've never seen anything like this. This has been probably one of the, um, this has been one of the most difficult off seasons that I've ever had, if there is such a thing as off season from a recruiting standpoint and an involvement standpoint, a relationship building standpoint, you know, trying to build relationships with kids that want to find a new home for whatever reason. And um, it's, uh, as everybody says, oh, you know, I'm a firm believer that I think the transfer portal is a good thing for the athletes. It's a good thing because it gives them an opportunity, you know, they want to play or they want to get a different degree or, you know, whatever. This is just an interesting time because we're still – on the back end of all the COVID waivers, we're still on the back end of so many things that, you know, the number of kids in every sport in the portal are, 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 are enormous. It's an enormous amount of kids. What I hope doesn't happen, which is going to happen, you know, somebody needs to put out a report on how many kids go in the portal that actually never find a home again. That's and, correct. Um, I think that's the, that's the part of the, the equation that's, that's the real part of it. There's a lot of kids out there that may never find a place or may never, you know, may never get the same scholarship that they're walking away from. But I'm a firm believer the transfer portal is a good thing for kids because it does give them, you know, one more opportunity to, um, you know, to find a place where they feel like they can be happy on and off the field, whatever the circumstances are. And, um, but uh, somebody's got to do something about this thing. It's uh, it's an absolute mess and it's really hard to manage. I, I don't have enough people on staff to manage some of the stuff that we've got going on and, you know, and I think, uh, you know, again, you, you, to be really good and sustain success, you just have to adjust. And I'm not a complainer. So today's today. Tomorrow's going to be totally different than it was yesterday. And 
you just got to keep working and moving and figuring out how to get better. And you know, that's the, that's, that's my pitch to everybody that I talk to. It's like, listen, we've been really good for a long time and don't plan not to be. Um, we're just trying to f- make adjustments and get our kids to, to graduate with a, a great, unbelievable experience as uh, you know, as a Florida Gator on and off the field in the classroom. And that's the part I'm most proud about. You know, I, I stayed loyal to kids for a long, long time. And, you know, we had a good season last year, but not a good season to Gator standards. And, I'm uh, so proud about the effort that my kids give me. And, uh, you know, the season that Skylar Wallace and Kendra Falby, uh, Charlotte Eccles had was just a, you know unbelievable ex- uh, season for us. And, you know, very, very proud of those kids for working hard, too. Yeah. Tim, I always appreciate you. You're always, uh, you know, I mean, we've known each other for years, and you're always a good interview and very candid. And I, I'm, I'm glad I get you on because a lot of people ask about softball. Well, you're the dude to talk to, and uh, you've done that today for us. So I always appreciate you, man. Thank you. No, thanks for having me, Steve. Appreciate you, too. Have a great summer. Go Gators. Okay, Tim. Thank you, Gator softball coach Tim Walton. So he answered, I think, a lot of the questions uh, many of you have asked about softball and uh, where that program is headed. Uh, and I, I think you heard, Tim, uh, He, I'm glad he said what he said at the end because it was a good season. You know, it wasn't like they were horrible. But by Gator standard, I get it. 12.15, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. When we come back, Tim is my only guest today. This is our final show until July 5th. So I want you to think about this. As a sports fan, as a sports fan, what do you think the number one issue is in terms of the sports world? Is it recruiting? Is it the transfer? You know, whatever it might be, what's the biggest issue you see in sports today? I want to get a good uh, good discussion going with that. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Live from Weimar Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You know, purchasing a vehicle is a big deal. It's obvious. Why? Because a lot of money is involved. And when you purchase a vehicle, you want to like driving it. Matter of fact, you want to love driving it. And you want that vehicle for the money you spend to last you a long time. So it's important. And the people at Southeast Car Agency know that. That's why they take great care in bringing to their place of business the widest and best selection of vehicles so that you can make a decision as to the vehicle you want to purchase and the money you want to spend. Now, if you're looking for a new vehicle, they don't have any, never have. After 40-plus years, the Cousins family has always had the best in late-model, low-mileage vehicles. They do that to this day. Go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. Test drive the vehicles. Ask the sales staff there for help. They'll be glad to give it to you. Or you can go online at secars.com and see the vehicles that are there right now. When you go see them in person, you know what to do. Tell them sports scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Oh, yeah, you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of AC. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, AC isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. 
After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975. Take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. At Radiant Credit Union, we know life can get crazy. Mom, the toilet's clogged. (sighs) And when you decide it's time to go on a much-needed vacation, Radiant Credit Union can simplify things with a fast and easy vacation loan. There's no better way to refresh and renew your energy than a nice, long getaway. And Radiant Credit Union can help you get there. So if you want to go from this to this, visit RadiantCU.org slash vacation and get started today. Federally insured by NCUA. The first two Gator teams under Coach Spurrier brought home SEC championships, and on Monday, August 14th, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill will be celebrating its second championship, another great year. Enjoy a premium buffet with Spurrier's favorite dishes, special guests, limited edition collector's coins, and other prizes, including dinner with the HBC and Jerry Spurrier. Proceeds from the night go to the Ronald McDonald House. Go to Spurrier's.com right now and reserve a ticket. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida, right in the heart of Gator Nation. The WRUF Radio App. Your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. All right. I hope to hear from you today. How about uh, a Yankee perfect game last night? Uh, Herman doing the job against the Oakland A's last night. So what is, in your estimation, the biggest problem? Let, let, let's just say in collegiate sports, because that's what most people around here are into. I could, I, I, I could start... In a lot of different places. 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Another thing, and I want you as Gator fans to be honest here when I bring this up. Okay? Have you seen what's been happening because of really excellent reporting with the Georgia football team done by? the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. If you've seen it and read it, it's really, really good. Um, They have had real problems. And despite a lot of off-field transgressions, people have been killed, people have been speeding, there have been allegations of 
sexual misconduct by players. The reporting from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, this is what they say. Since he became coach in late 2015, dozens of players have engaged in reckless, often lawless behavior, excessive speeding, street racing, driving under the influence. They've illegally brought weapons into Georgia's campus, bar fights, charged with domestic violence, and sexual assaults. They say suspensions are unusual, dismissals from the team even rarer. And Smart at one point said, quote, everybody wants to know what the punishment is. Well, the players know what the punishment is. This sounds like, in some respects, Urban Meyer and some of the issues off the field there. And I must tell you, sitting in this chair, the reaction was mixed. I do think a majority of Gator fans looked the other way because they were winning. I suspect a majority of Georgia fans are looking the other way because they're winning. I want to see what you think. All right, uh, we'll uh, start with uh, Greg. Greg, hello. Hey, Steve. Enjoy your show, as always. Thank you for doing it. Love you during the dog days of summers when there isn't a whole lot to talk about. So I just wish you a great summer and hope we can keep it going because God knows I love your show more than any other, and I mean that sincerely. I any national you show, yours, yours is the only one I, I religiously tune into. But, Steve, I was thinking, um, I, my stepdad, Wayne Shaytree Barfield, played for the Gators, kicked a winning field goal to beat George in the 60s, and I asked him, his helmets were white. And I'm going to get to my thing about with the college sports, what I want him to do better. But what was it like, Steve? Weren't we orange helmets with a U and an F in the 70s as a kid? I'm trying to remember. Yes. Weren't they orange, white, UF? Uh, I was it, just wondering. It, yes, I believe it was a U and an F in the helmet yeah, then, yes. Right. But the predominant color was orange, right? I believe that's correct. Yeah. I just was wondering, man, if they'd ever consider going to blue helmets. I just think that would be cool. And maybe one day in the dog days of summers you could do a, a, a poll or something. But I just think it would be so cool to have blue helmets with the orange gator script. Because I know Pell came in and put the, the – I'm old enough to remember that. And he came in and put the gator script on the side of the helmets that we still have today. And I love that. I wouldn't want that gator head on the side of the helmet. I love that script. But I just think it would be kind of cool to go to blue helmets with orange gator script. And the thing I think we need to work on, Steve, with the, uh, is the NIL. They've got to figure out some way to legislate it. I would say keep the NCAA, NCAA away from NIL. And just I don't know how you could do it, though. I know you mentioned state legislators, and every state would be different. I don't know what the answer is. I know it's a big pile of duty right now. But my complaint is NIL, and um, I'll let others talk. And I love the show, Steve, and go Gators. Greg, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, Peyton says... He feels sports have become too individualistic, especially basketball. A lot of fans are cheering for individual players instead of teams. No real sense of camaraderie amongst fans. It feels like some of them will jump ship when a certain player leaves. I, I don't get that sense, at least not in college. Now, maybe maybe a pro team, Peyton, more. But if, um, I don't know. Because of the transfer portal, if player X leaves, I don't see a Gator fan go, oh, I'm not going to be a Gator fan anymore. William says, the transfer portal. God forbid it happens. Sully could decide to leave UF tomorrow. Every single kid could leave Florida. Overnight, 
to go from a team that has a great chance to get to Omaha again to the worst team in the SEC, potentially. See what's happening with West Virginia basketball. In the pros, the players have rights, but they have a contract in place with punitive measures in place if you break the agreement. This much turnover is bad for college athletics in all sports. Something needs to be done. Take our basketball team right now. If you ask Gator fans to name the roster, most couldn't do it. I agree with that. And I, and I, I will say this, William. The transfer portal is a positive as well, and that's what stinks about it. Because Coach Walton said it right, that when you it, – it, it affords an opportunity for somebody who's not playing, for example – can go to another school and play because athletes want to play. But as he said, there's a lot of kids that go in the portal that never find a new home. So it is definitely a two-edged sword. Lucas says, uh, using NIL as a recruiting tool because most kids have never seen this type of money and take the money instead of what's best for them. Uh, well, Thanks for tuning in, Lucas. I, I guess the other thing is we all go through that at some point when it comes to the money that you make, right? I can remember getting hired at Alachua County to be their public information person, and my salary was nineteen nine. And it was a raise. Now, I've never been able to have more money than I could ever, you know, dream of. I, I get your point. But at some point, we they all have to make that decision. But I know it's tougher when you're 17, 18 years old. All right, let's get to uh, Rob's call next. Hi, Rob. Hey, Steve. Enjoy your summer, man. Get you a good break. Man, you deserve it. You've been running like the Energizer Bunny. Yeah, I'm going to take a few days here uh, over the 4th, so, and then I'm going to take a little more time in July because that's usually the slowest month. Uh, SEC Media Days, though, is in there, so uh, that'll help yeah. a little bit, but then you've got to wait till football practice starts. And, but all of a sudden, it'll be football season before you know it. No question. We're all excited about that. Um, my issue would be um, women's rights in uh, sports and um, the Riley Gaines um, issue with, um, you know, transgenders in sports. It, it doesn't go the other way. It's women's rights that are at stake there and, and fairness. And, and that's all, that's all it's about. I'm not here to d- discriminate or judge anybody for who or what they want to do. God loves you for what you are and who you are regardless. But I am here to stand up with Riley Gaines for women's rights. And she, she needs more support than you, you'd ever believe. But, a woman can work all her life as a swimmer and then all of a sudden have it taken away from her in an instant just because of the unfairness of putting a male body in a women's sport. It's, um, it's, very, it's, a, it's a hard topic to discuss because the government has imposed and made it, you know, turned, turned it into divisiveness instead of everybody working together and loving one another. But I just hope that we can get it right and, and be and it just be fair. 
and right now it's not. And I would say that's that's it. That's one of the biggest issues right now in college sports. Okay, appreciate your call, Rob. Thank you. It, it's a you know I, I stay away from that because that is partly at least political, um, but it is certainly an issue. Twelve thirty time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WYUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN ninety eight one FM and eight fifty AM WRUF. Real people are getting real and lasting pain relief at QC Kinetics. Who would have thought that I would be in better shape now than after I got out of the Marines at 22? It's great to be active again. I've played 36 holes multiple days in a row without pain. Everything is great. Are you tired of living with chronic joint pain? QC Kinetics uses cutting-edge regenerative medicine to restore and repair damaged tissue, natural healing agents from your own body, so your body can heal itself the way it was designed. With no pain pills, no steroids, no drugs, and no downtime. And I recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. Thanks to QC Kinetics, quality of life is just a lot better. Definitely changed my life. Call now to see if regenerative medicine could be the answer you've been looking for. The local medical professionals at QC Kinetics have proven protocols that can give you lasting relief now. And the consultation is free. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. Show your American colors at Polaris of Gainesville on Saturday, July 1st at our Let Freedom Fly event. We'll have the grill fired up, cooking some great free food, games, music, giveaways, and the best part, everything is on sale. We're also offering free setup on any off-road purchase and free upgraded warranty on all tracker boats. We'll be having an off-road best-in-show competition with cash prizes. So get those machines ready to show off. We're also doing a most patriotic competition to win a 60-quart North Star cooler. So break out the red, white, and blue and show your American colors. Join us for the Let Freedom Fly event and show your American patriotism at Polaris of Gainesville on Saturday, July 1st at 11 a.m. U.S. 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. We can't wait to celebrate our freedom with you. Is this a great country or what? Online at PolarisofGainesville.com. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Dry your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge repair shop since 1928. It's the same-day maintenance offers that keep you safe on the road. It's their ASE techs that find the problem and fix it right the first time. And it's the straight talk and excellence you'd expect in the swamp. Whatever your car needs, trust Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. Keeping cars on the road since 1928. Call 352-283-8373 or visit com. Pump it up this summer, literally. Underinflated tires can overheat and endanger lives. Whether you're driving across town or across Florida, make sure your tires are properly inflated, damage-free, and have adequate tread depth. The trip to your destination can be half the fun, so take your time and enjoy the ride. The Florida Highway Patrol reminds you to slow down and stay cool this summer. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. 
Visit FLHSMV.gov for more information. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Sunny and hot for our Thursday afternoon. Highs in the mid to upper 90s. Heat indices in the lower 100s. We do have drier air working in in the mid and upper levels. And that will keep showers at bay, although a stray evening shower can't be ruled out of the forecast. Tonight, mostly clear skies. Lows tomorrow near 70. Tomorrow afternoon, lots of sunshine again. Highs in the mid to upper 90s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. And now, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. <laughs> And what's interesting about Wambayama is, unlike like Zion, we watched him play, what, 30 games at Duke. We saw it. Yeah. It was, oh, by the way, here's some highlights of Victor Wambayama. Until he came over and played in the G League. And I always tell people, don't look at the highlights. Look at somebody and how they get those highlights. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Talking the talk and walking the walk. You are listening to Florida's preeminent sports radio station. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. If you're a tennis fan, there's a name from the past who's going to make a comeback. Caroline Wozniacki. She's 32 and says she's going to, after having a couple of children, come back and uh, try to play again. And I mentioned that because her husband is former Gator David Lee. Yeah. All right, let's get some calls. 392-8255, our last show until July 5. So come on, I'll make it a good one here. Tony will help do that. Tony, what's up? Hey, Steve, what's up, buddy? Hey. Um, Steve, last night, man, um, in honor of the uh, 24th perfect game in Major League Baseball history, I thought we could have a little fun with some facts and maybe a little trivia on that. All right. That's okay. Um you know, the 24th perfect game, it, it was the first one since 2012. Felix Hernandez had one back then. Um, you know, Steve, it always amazes me how rare these perfect games are. Um, in a nutshell, basically, you get a couple of these every decade. Um, the Yankees and the White Sox were tied, were tied right. at three apiece. Do you know the three other Yankees who had perfect games? Don Larson, obviously. Definitely. Only postseason one. Uh, David Wells? David Wells? David Cohn. former Met now. David Coney. How about Coney that? One. So how about that? I, so uh, believe people, me. I, and I got a witness because my producer's looking right at me. I, I just I just uh, pulled those out of someplace. I don't know where, but I pulled hey, them. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. So with Domingo Herman now, I guess your name better start with D if you want to have a chance. To I guess, yeah. I, I, I never thought of that, but yes, they're all Ds. You're right. Hey, fun fact here. Nolan Ryan is the all-time leader in no-hitters with seven. seven. All-time leader in one-hitters with 12. I didn't know that. But yep, but never a perfect game, which just goes to show you how rare and how difficult and how kind of fluky that really is, right? 
it is. It, it, it's, I mean, yeah. it's, it's hard doing that against, you know, big league hitters. I don't care if it's Oakland. You know, they're not very good, but still, they're, they're major league players. It's hard to do. Definitely. And lastly, Steve, fun fact that I don't think no one's going to care about. Um, I like to think that I played a part in a perfect game once. I actually caught uh, a pitcher who pitched a perfect game uh, back in 1991, July of 91, the architect of the 13th perfect game in MLB history, uh, Dennis Martinez. I played with his son in high school. Uh, Dennis Martinez Jr. down in South Florida. Okay. Um, earlier that year in 91 at practice, he was at our practice, and I was like the like the emergency catcher, and he asked me to catch a bullpen session for him. And I said, sure, no problem. And uh, after warm-ups, I, I uh, crops down, and he proceeds to throw 10 fastballs on the inner black, 10 fastballs on the outer, outer black, 10 curveballs on the inner, 10 curveballs on the outer, and needless to say, it was a pristine bullpen session. And uh, I and MLB players are just different, Steve. And that's when I decided I have I gotta go back to that cage, man, and keep hitting. <laughs> this is ridiculous, man. But a uh, little fun fact there, Steve. Dennis Martinez, uh, great guy too. Really, really nice guy. Okay. Um, but yeah, fun fact. Take care, buddy. Okay. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate it. Uh, Ray joins us next. Hi, Ray. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Okay. Part of your conversation with Tim Walton, did he by any chance say who the new coach may be that they are able to add, I think, in a couple of days? You mean, well, he just added the pitching coach. No, no, I thought softball was going to be able to add a third coach besides a head coach, like July 1st or something. Uh, he didn't mention it. I, I mean, I asked him about Chelsea because that was the, you know, the pitching coach after he you know, dismissed the former one. He didn't mention it. I didn't ask him, but he didn't mention it either. Okay. Have we uh, lost any softball players to the portal that you know of? Uh, one uh, was a pitcher, I know, but I, uh, to be honest, I haven't looked lately. Um, but that's the, that's the last I can remember. But that can certainly change. Okay. Appreciate it, Steve. Okay. Thank you, Ray. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf. Com. I wonder, because nobody's mentioned this when I, when I mentioned the whole Georgia situation, because it does have some parallel to what happened here with Urban. Uh, I can tell you this. Uh, I talked to a Georgia alum about this just this morning who played at Georgia but would not come on here. And... Uh, he is an athlete, and he basically said he was ashamed for his university. And he said, look, I know stuff happens, but he said, you know, once, twice, okay. He said, and I, and I love Kirby Smart, he said, but I just, I'm losing respect for him. I guess, yeah, different ways to look at it. Porter, hello. Hey, Steve, can you hear me okay? I'm on speaker, and this is a new phone, so I'm playing with it. Or do you ask that every time you call, and and just go ahead and talk? 
Okay, sounds good. Um, I, I knew about Nolan Ryan not having a perfect game. I'm thinking about more of that. Is, are there any, anybody who's thrown a perfect game who has other no-hitters, those multiple no-hitters? I'm just kind of curious because I think the, the, the caller said kind of a fluke, uh, you know, hit the nail on the head because too many other, other than you know, perfect game, obviously, uh, no-hitter is hard enough as it is, but um, the, the style of pitching, you know, with a, a ton of strikeouts and uh, what what goes with that is, is probably a little bit of walks. Um, so I'm just kind of curious. Uh, any other any of the perfect game pitchers have any no hitters other than that? No, I don't. Well, I, I I don't think I don't think Cone had another one. Um, so my top of my head answer would be no, uh, but somebody can look it up and maybe I'm wrong. What's that? Yeah, because Nolan Ryan was so with so many one hitters and no hitters. Uh, I, I have no idea what was the closest Nolan Ryan came to a to a uh, perfect game. Did he have a game where he you know, only walked one or there was, you know, one error or something like that. Uh, that's look upable. I'd just be kind of curious to know that if anybody out there in baseball land knows that. Um, have you heard anything about uh, where the Gator players are going in, in the summer, specifically Caglione? Uh, uh, I haven't asked yet because I think right now they're still in sort of, you know, uh, regroup mode. Um, but that should happen here shortly. I got you. No, nobody who uh, is draft eligible goes and plays summer ball, do they? Or the summer ball is, is for no. For if you're, you're going to be in the correct? draft, no, you're you're drafted. Then they okay. send you wherever they want to send you. Right. Have a good break. Vacation. Okay. Thank you, Porter. Appreciate your call. Three nine three nine two eight two five five. You can email uh, s russell at wruf dot com. Wide variety of subjects today. There is we we. Oh, Patrick says uh, what we had yesterday. Get the computer to call balls and strikes. Uh, I can't hit a ball nine inches outside of the plate, even if they're consistently uh, calling it. I'd like to see Major League Baseball get rid of the divisions so a team like Cleveland, who's in first place under 500, doesn't make the playoffs. They should just take the top four teams. Well, then if you did that, Patrick, I think you'd have to change uh, who plays whom in that because if you want to change that then why wouldn't you change it in the NFL for example some teams can win a division with a 9 and 7 record or something like that or an 8 and 8 record right so now i get your point not below 500 but and a couple of times where a team has had a so-so regular season kind of snuck into the playoffs they've done a pretty good job uh Tony says, would it have been a perfect game with a robo-ump? Well, sure. Uh, the robo-ump still got to make, the, make the, the read and the call, right? So, yeah, it would be. Um, that was a good topic yesterday. Really good topic. And after hearing a lot of you, uh, I'm more convinced than ever that a majority of baseball fans want that. Will there be glitches with it? Of course, there will be. Just like there's glitches in replay and football after all of the things that have been done in replay, there are still glitches. But I, they're using it in AAA. It's, it's coming. It, it's going to happen. And, and I wonder, 
if they do it at the college level. Because a lot of times, the college game mirrors the pro game. And I'm wondering also now, since the pros have outlawed the shift, will college baseball outlaw the shift? 1246, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Anchored in the soul of Gator Nation and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, I'm Maria Youngblood, an attorney at Melton Law and graduate from the University of Florida. Everybody knows that Melton Law is the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators, but since we first opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner of Gainesville and North Central Florida. Melton Law is there through all kinds of weather with offices in Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Learn more at MeldenLaw.com. Again, that's MeldenLaw.com. Melton Law, we won't back down. Don't give in to that constant joint pain. Take control and take back your quality of life today with help from QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is helping people every day here and across the country with their amazing non-surgical treatments that repair and restore damaged joint tissue. They use the latest advances in regenerative medicine, taking your own body's healing agents and concentrating them right in the area where you have the agonizing pain. This incredible non-invasive approach helps you take back control of your body, relieving the pain in knees, hips, shoulder, or back. No invasive surgery, no harmful drugs or steroids, and no downtime. Listen, summertime needs to be about having fun and making memories, golfing, hiking, enjoying the outdoors. So take control now and start living pain-free again. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10% or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. Clearsound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. When severe weather hits Gainesville, WRUF's Hurricane Storm Center is there for you. For the latest information regarding severe tropical weather, listen live online or on the WRUF radio app. For a complete rundown of hurricane emergency services and pre-storm preparedness, check out the WRUF Storm Center at WRUF.com. A courtesy of Caribbean Electric, Conrad Tree Service, and Radiant Credit Union. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. All right, we'll take your phone calls. Hope you enjoyed Tim Walton being here earlier. Uh, Bill has an interesting email. Uh, He says, 
what a great year for Gator baseball. National runner-up. That's really a big accomplishment. But what's been sort of pushed under the rug, he says, is that the Gators were co-SEC champions. My question to you, Steve, is, is winning an SEC title now as big a deal to Gator fans as it used to be? Ooh, great question. I'll throw it out. I'd say the answer is no. Think about this. Florida's going to get a ring. They're going to get a ring for winning the SEC along with Arkansas. But I don't know that that means as much to a fan now. In football, it's important. Obviously, if you're the SEC champion, well, you generally are going to go to a playoff if you're the champ. So there, in that sport, it is. But if you win the SEC in, I don't know, golf or tennis, it's a great accomplishment. But I don't know. So, and here's the other thing. When I was here, Florida hadn't won an SEC championship in football, hadn't won an SEC championship in men's basketball. Think about that. Think about that. Never had won anything. So when Florida won the SEC, even back in 1984 in football, that was a big deal. A big deal. I don't think it means as much anymore. John says, you had a caller the other day ask you uh, about expansion and about super conferences. If you looked into a crystal ball five years from now, what do you see? I'm getting good questions today for the, for the last show for a while. I see super conferences happening. I see the Pac-12 probably, probably going away because they still have to find some kind of rights deal. And they've missed two deadlines here for it. Okay? So if that doesn't happen, if the Pac-12 doesn't get the media deal it seeks, you're going to see Colorado be the first team to go, in my opinion. They want out. I think they want out now. And they may still go out. I think they're just waiting for this deal uh, to come down. The Big 12, if you believe what you read, wants Colorado, Utah, Arizona, Arizona State. So we'll see. But yes, I do think there are going to be super conferences. Is that a good thing? I don't know. But once again, I don't want to hear anything about the welfare of the student-athlete because if you expand your markets, well, it's a longer time away from home. That's further travel time. It's further strain on, you know, school and all that. So I just, 
I don't want to hear that. Uh, all right, a couple of more emails here. Daryl says the biggest problem in sports, he said it's funny when you're on top how bad things come out. Meyer, Florida, Kirby at Georgia, and Orgeron at LSU. But you never hear anything really bad at Alabama in football. That's because the guy there isn't perfect, but for the most part, does it right. That's why he is who he is. You can not like Nick Saban. He can be kind of pompous sometimes. I'll bet covering him is interesting, you know, because I don't know that he really enjoys media. Um, but, yeah. Lucas is Lexi Delbert. Yeah, that's I, I knew that. I said a pitcher. But I, I, the other thing I didn't know uh, was about the other coach. Uh, I was not aware of that. But thank you for that, Lucas. We've got a whole other hour here. I don't want to be talking to myself. I will keep you up to date um, on some afternoon baseball today. Got a Rays game uh, coming up a little bit later. Um, and so that will happen. There's already been a game delayed. Pirates at home against the Padres. Who would have thought the Pirates and the Padres, what, 80 games into the season, would have the same record? They're close. Padres are 37 and 43. The Pirates are 37 and 42. Rangers and Tigers today. Guardians and Royals today. Zach Granke is 1 and 8 with the Royals. After the perfect game yesterday, the A's at 21 and 61 will host the Yankees this afternoon. The Diamondbacks will host the Rays. You can hear that game here. And the Angels will have an afternoon game at home today against the White Sox. Everything else is tonight, including the Marlins. They're at Boston. Marlins have had a good year. The Mets lost again. And now all the rumors are starting to fly about what they're going to do with their roster. If the Mets don't get going here, I mean, they the last I looked, they were eight games out of a wild card spot. Not the division. Wild card. That's a lot to make up. With this team they put together, it doesn't pitch. It doesn't hit. And they're not a great fielding team. So what do you do? Max Scherzer has a no-trade clause. He supposedly... We'll waive that. He wants to play for a winner late in his career. I wonder if Verlander feels the same way. Money is not everything, folks. I mean, look, it helps. I mean, if you're, if you're not going to have a good season and you see that paycheck, that helps. But, you know, the best of the best want to win. And I think they'll do some things and take less money sometimes to do that. All right, uh, Bernard will be our final call of the hour. Bernard, hello. Hey, Steve, a couple of points you hit on. I want you, 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 all you have to look is at Gainesville. You know, the men track team, they, I guess, I don't know, the disappointing at the SEC championship 
we forgot all about that when they came back and sure. won the NCAA outdoor championship. And I'm sure if uh, we, we wouldn't even talk about baseball, SEC, we won the national championship. The other point, Steve, I think at Georgia, you know, commend the Atlanta Journal Constitution for doing some outstanding reporting. I think Georgia should hire uh, Jeremy Fole and the UAA. They are cleaning up. Steve, but my, my point, and you've been doing what you're doing a long time, you've been in Gainesville journalism. I want to ask you this question. If all that stuff was going on at the University of Florida, it would have a negative impact on the program. It would be affecting recruiting. That's not happening at in Athens yet at the University of Georgia. Why? Why is that? Do you think? Well, it didn't affect recruiting at Florida under Urban Meyer either. I mean, look look at those teams. Look at those guys. They, they, all there's NFL guys littered on those teams. And another thing, Steve, maybe. There were some things that we found out about Aaron Hernandez, but maybe you living in Gainesville, you you knew you were. I, as a fan who lives in Orlando, I didn't know about it until after the fight. Uh, do you follow what I'm saying? Sure. But at Georgia, the stuff is is coming out currently. I mean, we we find out later on about some of the issues. Do you follow what I'm saying? Yeah, but some of the issues back then did come out. You know, some of the arrests, they were all chronicled. Now, the whole Hernandez thing, Bernard, did not, you know, to the scope of it. But there were certainly enough arrests and things off the field that were reported. i got to go to my break, Bernard. I appreciate your call. Thank you. Um, Yeah, but I I wonder, as a fan, if if you were a Georgia fan, would that matter to you? I, I would think it doesn't. But if you think differently, tell me. Hour 2 coming up, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Mike Lester, as the founder of Talon Wealth, you are a fee-only fiduciary financial advisor, and you always have a glass-half-full perspective. But the economic news is discouraging a lot of us. Certainly, I think it's going to be tough. We're going to have a retraction in the economy. That's natural. Things aren't always good. They aren't always bad. But there are far too many advisors telling people to hang in there. There are far too many advisors using scare tactics Mm -hmm. to sell things that, in my opinion, I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity. Hmm. If they took the time to show you all of your other investment options, I don't think you would choose an annuity. Do a deep dive on your investments and what's likely to happen. You'll be more confident moving forward. And that's what we do in our comprehensive financial plan. And Talon is happy to do that complimentary. 352-751-3200. Or guardingyournestag.com. Talon Private Wealth LLC. Investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss. And there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Or a license number D056341. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I first heard of Exceptional Dentistry through family. Our dentist had retired and we were looking for a new dentist and I valued everybody's input from the family. And so they said that it was professional, well done, friendly staff. Uh, They were just so impressed. I would like people to know about Exceptional Dentistry 
that you can trust them implicitly to do the best job ever. It's not your worry. Let, put the worry in their hands and then you'll have great outcome. Let them do their thing. It's a great spot. We recommend them to everybody. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM. WRUF. Hour two of Sports Scene for this Late June day is about to commence. Ailey is our producer today. It is our final show of the week. It's our final show until uh, the 5th of July. So uh, enjoy your 4th of July holiday. And then we're going to take some more time off in July. And then all of a sudden, it'll be August. Football practices will start. And the new Gator year will start. Hope you enjoyed Tim Walton. Had a chance to talk to him at the start of the show today about the new pitching coach hire, what he went through at the end of the year uh, to reshape his uh, team, all of that. And, of course, when we post our shows on social media, you can hear Tim's interview. Today, what's wrong? What, what, what is wrong as a fan, college, pro, whatever, what do you think is the biggest issue that's wrong in sports? I want to get your thoughts on that. We'll take your calls, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. I thought more of you would have an opinion on the Georgia situation. I thought Gator fans would come out of the woodwork to rip them for their lack of of discipline when it comes to some things going on in the program. But haven't had a lot of that today. Uh, let's see. Patrick says, as a Yankee fan, we'll take the polar bear. He can DH or outfield. He ain't going anywhere. Victor says, I think the transfer portal is the main issue and makes the NIL worse. Understand the benefits of the portal. It's become unrestricted free agency. That's when NIL shows its ugly head. This leads to the poaching and ugly agent involvement we're seeing. I don't know that we're seeing agent involvement where it's a bad thing. Unfortunately, other than placing restrictions on the portal, I don't see things getting better. NIL is unsolvable due to free trade laws. Since NIL is not a school business, could an NIL cap be placed? I don't think so. I don't think so, Victor. I could be way wrong. Um, but they just, the NCAA has now put out some guidelines. They go in direct conflict with what some people have done uh, at the state level. It's going to be interesting. All right, let's get some calls. Uh, Byron's first. Hi, Byron. Hey, Steve. Thank you for taking my call. Steve, real quick. Uh, I laughed when you mentioned that about Georgia. Uh, I, I heard a little bit about some of the violations. Well, some of the things, some of the players were having some bad conduct issues, and I thought you'd hear more about that today. So that's probably good. They're not dwelling on it, so I'll move on. But I wanted to answer your question, Steve. 
And uh, hearing Coach Walton, Steve, talk about the NIL and the problems with it, and it's just out of control, I will say this, Steve. I blame professional sports, everyone from the NBA to Major League Baseball and all, because it started with money. And I don't want to get into the gyno Keller that might have started this with these outrageous salaries. But these guys, you know, are making ridiculous amounts, and it even coming trickled into college and even into the coaching and everything. So I think that's where the problem started professionally, and everything is a microcosm, whatever the other word is, but it has trickled down into this college. And you look out, high schools, you're going to be paying them next. Thanks, Steve. Go Gator! All right, Byron, thank you. Rick, welcome to the show. Yes, Steve? Yes, Rick. Yes, yeah, the uh, uh, on the biggest uh, uh, issue that's wrong with college sports, uh, in my opinion, it's like a lot of others. It's I think it's the combination of the the way the NIL and the portal and the lack of any enforceable uh, way to control those things has kind of all happened at once here. Until they get some kind of uh, regulations or you know that can be enforced, you know, it's just a it's just a big mess. And as a college fan. Uh, you know, there's a lot of us out here that just <laughs> are hoping that it gets solved here quick. It's it's difficult for fans. It's difficult for coaches, you know, with the portal and all that. But I will say this, and I believe this. Whatever fan you are of a team, like let's say you like baseball, right? Well, let, let, let me not use that because you're a football fan. When you go see a game, though, you don't think about that, right? You're just rooting for your team. Right. And I think that's what has to be looked at here, right? Because that is going to be the case. At least for three and a half hours, we're not going to worry about how that player got here. We're not going to worry about how much money that player is making. I'm just hoping that player helps me win. And that, I think, is what fans have to hold on to. And I think they will once the actual games begin. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, on the, another of your topics on the, uh, you mentioned about the importance of an SEC championship, I, and I think like you and a lot of others have said, it depends on the sport. Uh, on the on the ones like football, I mean, I'm probably a year or two older than you. Yeah, that <laughs> 1984 and the 1990, and you know all those uh, SEC championships are in football. Uh, that uh, maybe didn't hold up uh, on the official record books or whatever, you know, they were still super important. And, and uh, uh, you know, that'll always be that way for me. But on the other, you know, the sports that the Gators have dominated uh, over the years, uh, more so those are, you know, as a fan, you don't think about those as much as uh, as the ones on some of the, the, the bigger sports. Uh, on the Georgia situation, uh, as a Gator fan, I'm hoping it brings them down. <laughs> you know, sure, I, it brought I, I LSU down that, to a point. Yeah, to a yeah, point. To a point. I'm not sure it brought them down to the point it should have. No, but, that that's uh, a whole that, nother topic of conversation. Yeah, a- absolutely. I mean, I hate that you know things, uh, crimes, and bad actions are happening for anybody, and you've got to feel for the you know the uh, victims of uh, such a thing. But, as far, you know, as far as being a fan, I hope it brings them down and brings them down hard. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Rick. I appreciate your call. Let's get to Chris. Hi, Chris. 
Hey, Steve, how you doing, man? Good, sir. I, um, I'm kind of in direct uh, opposition to what Byron says about saying that they they make too much money because my, my outlook is as a professional athlete, you're in a, you're in an entertainment business for, for a lack of better terms. And if you're the one, if you're, I'll use a round number of a million dollars, if your acts and your hard work, your blood, sweat, and tears make up, you know, 800000 of that $1 million, I feel that, you know, I should make a larger cut because I'm the main moneymaker of that. I mean, yes, there's personnel workers and trainers, and there's people that work the front office. You know, they, they get some credit as well. But, you know, we're not tuning in to, to, the, to the Jags or the Cowboys because uh, of Sally in, in receiving. We're there because of the players <laughs> and what they do. And, you know, if, they, if the players didn't make that money, the, the money would still come. It's just that the owners would have that money. So the trillionaires that are already trillionaires, I don't know what comes after a trillion, but that's what it would be. And I wouldn't, you know, it's just like with any business, you know, it, it, any business, you, your, your, your main players are going to make more than the people that are behind the scenes, generally speaking. The ones that make the, make the horse move as far as the actual money issue, I, I think it's overall our society because we're in a capitalist society. We're, we're in a, and a culture that believes in in making money in any way that you can, as long as it's legal. And I, I I don't think the NIL problem will ever get fully solved because of what because of our mindset. So you know, hey, I do something, I should I should get paid for it. Not saying it's right or wrong, but that's that's our society. We have a capitalist society. Make as money, much money as you can, as fast as you can, preferably legal. But some people don't. But you know, that, that's what our society is. Okay, thanks for your thoughts, Chris. I appreciate it. And here's the other thing. I don't think fans would have a problem as much if they saw a system in place that controlled it. We don't have that. So it's the wild, wild west. If, if fans could see, okay, you make this, you make that, this is the guideline, this is the rule, but the cart went before the horse. Louise, hello. Yeah, so I just uh, wanted to comment on the NIL thing that to me – it seems like it's a uh, sort of like a territory war for market share of collegiate sports, right? The revenue, and it it it, uh, it to me it mirrors like live the live uh, golf tour versus the PGA golf tour, where uh, live was backed by oil money and the PGA they couldn't bankroll that 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 battle, right? So they had to incorporate into live, right? And so the NIL, it's to me, it's sort of like lobby money where it's untraceable. You don't know what's going on, right? Something's going on. Um, I mean, I've even come across my mind to say, I think this may be the end of the SEC as a conference, right? Or maybe as a, as a dominant conference that we know. Now, you've hinted on the show that that probably is the outcome because your dialogue on the impact or the importance of the SEC conference uh, championship, right? So... A lot of a lot of money is being thrown around, and it's basically for market share of collegiate sports. Now, who's bankrolling this money? I don't know. What do you well, think about that? Well, see, that's the whole with the collectives, and you know, people yeah. don't know about a lot about what yeah. they do. Yeah. It's just there's not transparency, and I think that's yeah. the key word here. I'll go back to what yeah. I just previously said. If people could see, okay, here's the system. Here's what you know the guidelines are. Here's how we're paying the players. Here's what the collectives do. I, I think there may be some people disagree with it, but at least you could see it. At least you could say, here's what it is. But you can't do that now. 
and nobody knows. So that's part of the problem. And, and I mean, really, to me, and this is just a conspiracy. It hints to me, now that legislation is being talked about, you know, state legislation being brought in to control this, it may be an international thing, if you ask me. It may be oil money that's around here, right? We know that's happening. There's a big collective, hundreds of billions of dollars that are flowing around American sports. That's all I have to say. Okay. Thank you for your call. Uh, let's see. Stewart says, baseball is what I love. Gators, Cubs, Rays, check box scores. Starters about every day to see how Fiedo Singer are doing. How about Dane Dunning pitching a Maddox, a woman with 100 pitchers or less. He's having a nice year. Uh, I love seeing guys I watched here have success at the pro level in baseball and other sports. Thanks for what you do. Happy fourth. Agree. Uh, Adrian says, great interview with Walton to hear how alarmed and concerned he sounded about the portal situation. With all due respect, we're still a niche sport in softball. You can only imagine the anarchy and absolute madness taking place in football and basketball. And with the Mets eight games out of a wild card, are you anticipating a fire sale come the trade deadline? Yes. If they're still that far out, then yes. Because clearly this isn't working. Clearly. 115, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Folks at the Road Heaver Boys Ranch are doing great work. Look, in our society, in our world today, there are kids that come from difficult backgrounds, troubled homes, and this is what the Road Heaver Boys Ranch is doing for boys from these troubled homes. They take your donated unwanted vehicles of any kind, they give them to these kids to fix, then they resell them. It's some of the ways they learn about real life skills. So if you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of any kind, please, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palak. Your donations, tax deductible, it really does do good work. And they've been doing this work for a long time. To find out more about the, what the Road Heaver Boys Ranch does, you can Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to their website, rbr.org. That's rbr.org. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Hey, Ralphie, what a great day to be underwater, eh? Yeah, check it out. These silly humans think they don't need life jackets. What do they think they are? Fish? <laughs> there goes another one. Fell in the water and no life jacket. Ah, I could watch this all day. If you're not a fish, you've got to wear your life jacket. Hi, this is Shaw Grigsby of One More Cast asking you to wear it. This message brought to you by the National Safe Boating Council. Find out more at safeboatingcampaign.com.
Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. June is National Ocean Month, so it's a great month to help protect marine wildlife wherever you are. Remember to always cut up plastic six-pack rings. Better yet, reduce your use of disposable plastic altogether so that it doesn't end up in local waterways or the ocean. And look to participate in the local beach, river, or park cleanup. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10% or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Ah, the good life. You deserve it. The pros at Electronics World can help you enjoy the good life at home in comfort with premium video and audio components from the best in the business. Sony, Yamaha, Marantz, Bryston, Rotel, Bowers & Wilkins, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. Whether it's a two-channel stereo system, outdoor entertainment, or a home theater room with surround sound, EW has what you need to enjoy the good life. Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. Welcome back. A couple of things that just happened. Somebody just brought up Live Golf. Nick Faldo just uh, came out and said, uh, by previewing the British Masters, remember he's won six major championships. He said, quote, Nobody's really interested in live golf, unquote. He said they're not going to get the sponsorship they want, etc. So he said that uh, there is still lingering tension between some of the live golfers and the PGA guys, uh, but does say the game will be stronger when the two sides merge. And the NFL has suspended four players, three for the 23 season at least, for violating the league's gambling policy. I got to tell you, that is probably the area that I am the most naive in. I, I, I worry about what an athlete does on the field, on the court, whatever that is, and I don't even think about it. But uh, two Colts players and a free agent suspended indefinitely through at least the upcoming year for betting on NFL games last year. A Tennessee Titans offensive tackle suspended six games for betting on other sports, but doing so in the workplace. And the Colts say both of those players have now been waived. And I don't know if this is the tip of the iceberg, but you wonder 
if this is more rampant than what we know. Don't know. But it's interesting. They've been suspended for the year. Now, this goes way back. This is nothing new. I believe I have the year right. In 1963, I think the NFL suspended Paul Horning and Alex Karras, two Hall of Famers, for gambling. So this isn't like it's, you know, something new. Uh, if you're just tuning in, last show until July 5th, what is the biggest, what are some of the, what do you think the biggest problem is in sports today? 3928255, email srussell at wruf.com. I don't know if you can uh, grasp the severity of what I'm going to tell you here because I mentioned it yesterday just in passing when I mentioned about some of the changes that the NCAA uh, is proposing when it comes to uh, the changes in NIL and such. They are asking for basically more clarity, more rule changes, etc. And the NCAA is saying, look, states, 32 states have adopted their own versions of NIL regulations. 32 of the 50, okay? They sent a letter to member institutions saying that the NCAA would be the, the boss of this, the arbiter of this. They've also said boosters can't have direct contact with recruits during the recruiting process to discuss potential NIL opportunities. Well, I mentioned this yesterday in passing. Here's where the fight is going to happen. The 12th man at Texas, at Texas A&M, okay? The Texas House passed a bill which goes into effect. Is today the 29th? Okay, goes into effect in two days, July 1st. Prevents, prevents the NCAA from levying punishment against A&M for breaking NIL rules. Well, that tells me A&M's broken them. If you're going to pass legislation saying you can't levy punishments against them for breaking NIL rules, well, then why would you pass that in the first place? Right? So what will happen? The president, or maybe the AD, one of the two at A&M, said we're going by the state legislation, not the NCAA. Wow. Who's going to win that one? Who's going to win that one? That's got lawsuits written all over it. So if you're looking at a problem, one of the bigger problems, guess what? That says it. So 
Because the NCAA has said, if a state law permits certain institutional action and NCAA legislation prohibits the same action, institutions must follow the NCAA legislation. So, I don't know. And remember, the 12th Man Fund uh, apparently is in direct, I don't want to say violation, uh, what's the better word, contrast to the NCAA guidelines because they prohibit universities from engaging in fundraising for NIL purposes. It's crazy. It's just crazy. Got a half an hour left. Give me some love here, folks. Whatever's on your mind, sports-wise, our last time in a few days to talk about things, 392-8255. Here is Mark's email. He has a Gator football email. If the Gators have the toughest schedule in the SEC, which is what most people think, are fans going to be more forgiving if Napier only wins six or seven games? Uh, truthful answer? No. I think fans with a level head will look at that. But I go back to his original hire. It's going to take time. It's going to take time. And then look what happened last year. People want to fire him. So it's, yeah. Some will look, will look and say, yeah, you know, he still didn't have a chance to recruit. The big, the big talent is in the 24 class. So if it's a 6-6 six and six or 7-5 and five season, I do think, though, if you win more than last year, that helps. That helps. All right, before our break, we'll get to Mark. Mark, hi. How you doing today, Steve? Good. I'm heading out for my vacation. I'm heading out to Phoenix to watch the Mets play a couple out there in, in the Chase Stadium there against the Diamondbacks. And when I set these tickets up, uh, I didn't never thought the Mets would be as bad as they're as they're looking right now. Or the Diamondbacks exactly. maybe being as good, too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. They've been uh, basing the dollars for a couple seasons now. And when you mentioned that you said that Scherzer and, and uh, Verlander might be looking to get out and go to the greener pastures, find winners, they're the reason that they're not winners because those two guys have not followed through and been as, as good as they are, as they've been in the past. Now, I understand, you know, they're older, so so it's less likely that they're going to be as good as they were, but uh, it's not going to change when they move to another team. Well, you know, they get most of the blame I get it because of the money they're making, and I certainly understand that. But sometimes you have to take a look at other things, Mark. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I did that yesterday um, when the Mets lost 5-2 to two to the Brewers. The Brewers, yeah. Okay? They got two runs and seven hits. And here's the interesting thing about the Mets. Ready? Here's the averages of the Mets yesterday. 282, 254, 224. That's your three-hole hitter, Lindor. Your four-hole hitter, Alonzo, is hitting 220. 268, 216, 243, 241, 255. Yeah, it's anemic. 
So that's not just the – I mean, it's not just pitching. Some of the pitching right. has been hurt because the Mets can't score. Right. It's well, just been it's a team-wide thing. It's funny because the, the Rays, uh, have all their hitters are doing real well. It's like, dang, where did they all come from? You know, who, these are a bunch of no-name guys, and they're all hitting 280 and above. It's, it's great. Well, that's, the, that's because the Rays' front office does a really good job of evaluating talent, and they have a very underrated manager there. And, and I thought Buck Walter was a really good hire. And, you know, helped the Mets win 100 games last year. But sure. I don't, he's made some real blunders on the field this year, too. He, he's been part of it. And I know that you can't fire 25 players. You can fire a manager. And that sometimes does work. But I don't think that's the issue. I just, they're just not performing. They're just not. And with all the money they're making, that's pretty tough. Yep. Well, I should enjoy myself from the Phoenix regardless. All right. Appreciate you. Thank you, Mark. Have a fun out there. Yeah, the Rays beat the Diamondbacks 3-2. Rays got six hits last night, won the game. Why? They can pitch. 130. Tie check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Dog days of summer are upon us, but don't worry. We're about to throw you a bone. The Rays continue their blistering summer heat wave, and we want you to experience it in person. Sunday, July 9th, the Rays host the Braves in a potential World Series preview, and we want to send you. Just log on to WRUF.com and click on Contests. There you'll find the Rays summer heat wave. Just fill out the form, and you'll be in the running to win a pair of tickets to see the Rays host the Braves on Sunday, July 9th. And we thank you for listening to ESPN 98.1 FM. 50 a.m. WRUF, your home for Rays baseball. Don't give in to that constant joint pain. Take control and take back your quality of life today with help from QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is helping people every day here and across the country with their amazing non-surgical treatments that repair and restore damaged joint tissue. They use the latest advances in regenerative medicine, taking your own body's healing agents and concentrating them right in the area where you have the agonizing pain. This incredible non-invasive approach helps you take back control of your body, relieving the pain in knees, hips, shoulder, or back. No invasive surgery, no harmful drugs or steroids, and no downtime. Listen, summertime needs to be about having fun and making memories, golfing, hiking, enjoying the outdoors. So take control now and start living pain-free again. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. It's the first day of the first grade, and she found a new best friend. It's a laid-back Sunday afternoon you wish would never end. The homemade taste of Bluebell and good friends gathered round. The good old days are being made right now. Wake up your taste buds with Bluebell Java Jolt, a delicious pint of coffee ice cream with dark chocolate-flavored chunks and a decadent coffee fudge swirl. It's the jolt you need 
to perk up your day. The good old days are being made right now. The good old days are being made right now. Look for Blue Bell ice cream at your local grocer and pick up your favorite flavor today. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Dry your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge repair shop since 1928. It's the same-day maintenance offers that keep you safe on the road. It's their ASE techs that find the problem and fix it right the first time. And it's the straight talk and excellence you'd expect in the swamp. Whatever your car needs, trust Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. Keeping cars on the road since 1928. Call 352-283-8373 or visit Repair.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Sunny and hot for our Thursday afternoon. Highs in the mid to upper 90s. Heat indices in the lower 100s. We do have drier air working in in the mid and upper levels. And that will keep showers at bay, although a stray evening shower can't be ruled out of the forecast. Tonight, mostly clear skies. Lows tomorrow near 70. Tomorrow afternoon, lots of sunshine again. Highs in the mid to upper 90s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Sean Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. I can put you on a show buried in the backyard. I don't like that stuff. She was crazy. It's too real. I, I don't watched it last night. She really did her husband in and buried him in the backyard. I don't want to watch that. What the that. hell? Is he's living there with what? the kids and stuff. Why do you People only like crazy. watching killing mysteries that are real? I know. Occur. I know. I'm not doing it, so it doesn't bother me. He, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Man, I tell you what, what a, what a great late 60s psychedelic group name. Iron Butterfly. Really good. All right, we got about 20 minutes left in the show today. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. You stopped me on that band. I, I can go to Bob Dylan with you, but I think that's the first one for me there. <laughs> okay. Iron Butterfly, huh? Yep. I need to YouTube that. Hey, Steve, I usually catch the second hour of your show, so if this has ever been brought up, please, apologies. Have you touched on the uh, AJC article that's getting a lot of waves yes. on the on Georgia? Uh-huh. Okay, have you, have you read the article? Yes. Okay. Steve, are you with me? And then let's just stipulate a few things up front. I think fans are always quick to point at the other team. I think they're kind of some, you know, bad customers on all these college campuses. Did the coach Spurrier have a rule, if you hit a woman, you're gone? I think I've heard that. Yes. Okay. Did that apply for sexual stuff, too, I would think? I don't want to speak for him. I would imagine it did. 
So he had a pretty tough policy when it comes to women, right? I've always heard that. Well, I mean, think about it. Can you? There weren't very many people that got in trouble under Steve. There were a few, yeah. but most of it was, you know, back then didn't go to class, you know, that sort of thing. But nothing like we see now. Yeah, I think um, you know some coaches maybe are a little looser with that when it comes to women than others. But I'd always heard Coach Spur had a pretty strict uh, policy on that. Most of the stuff that hit the AJC, as you're well aware, I guess, came from a sexual type of angle. But I think most people, Steve, realize that Kirby Smart's been running a pretty loose ship. And some schools do, maybe a few looser than others. But here's where I'm going with you, Steve. Are you with me that if what you read, and what I read, the same article, if that was anybody but a guy who was winning big, he'd probably be fired this morning? Uh, No. No. I think at some places, yes. But other places, no. Does the winning, though, uh, mitigate that to your point? Yes, it does. Yeah, I would think outside of an Aaron Hernandez-type deal, he's as safe as a Supreme Court justice because he's winning national titles. But um, when you start talking about sex with unconscious women and stuff like that, especially if you're a school maybe that's a little tired of your coach looking for that cause for firing, you know, Kyle McElwain stuff, if you're a coach, a school that's maybe tired of your coach, that definitely looks like some pretty good material to fire your coach with. I, I'm going to have to disagree with you, Steve. I think most coaches would be gone this morning if they weren't coming off two national titles off what I read. Well, if you're saying, if you're linking, you, you just said, coming off two national titles, that certainly bears into this. And I think at a lot of schools, it would. And I and I think the majority of schools it would, but I think I still think there's some where it wouldn't if even if they had not won two national titles. Here, let me give you an example. Not quite the same thing, but it took West Virginia how many how many offenses to get rid of Bob Huggins? Uh, well, that's apples and oranges, I think there. But I mean, Steve, you remember Jason Raspert going way back down memory lane? Vaguely, yeah. Okay, okay. He was a big offensive lineman out of the Atlanta area. Uh, he was, uh, I think, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida. What is his final three? Um, he, he went down to Florida on a visit and got in trouble, uh, taking advantage, supposedly, of a woman, allegedly, as the story goes, when she was unconscious. And um, Tennessee went ahead and signed the dude. Um, but this first, I mean, when you get into that territory, Steve, outside of, uh, you know, killing somebody, what gets much worse than taking advantage of unconscious women sexually? I agree. Yeah. Hang in there, Steve. All right. Thank you. Anthony, hello. Anthony, go ahead. Hi, Steve. Hey. Yeah, I know you're you're a big history guy. And I've always wondered this. Uh, in Major League Baseball, the head coach, per se, is always called a manager. Mm-hmm. And that's the only that's the only other sport where, where a head coach is called a manager. Uh, I have no idea why, but I know that goes back, way back, way back. But uh, you have any idea how that started? No. I don't, um, and I was I was trying to think when you brought that up, because soccer is not a manager. Um, I, baseball might be the only sport, and I do not know. Uh, I mean, I know what the word means. Obviously, you're managing, but I don't know the genesis of it and when that started. Yeah, and there's another oddity there with, with the with the. Uh in Major League Baseball, it's, I believe it's the only sport where all the coaches wear uniforms 
uh, or any other sport, uh, minor league or, or either, you know, uh, uh, basketball or, or football, none of the coaches wear, wear uniforms. I think Major League Baseball is the only one where the coaches wear uniforms. Mm, let me think here. Yeah, that's true. Um, now, I'll say this. I think the reason, and I think it's different in football, uh, for example, uh, if you're a manager, you're probably, you know, handling everything when it came to a team. And I'm thinking back then, you know, when baseball first started, that's what happened. And that's why I think the term was, was used there. That's just yeah. a guess. Yeah. Yeah. But it's probably a good guess. Now, uh, only one more thing, uh, as far as the Georgia thing goes, uh, I've always had uh, some suspicions that uh, uh, probably, you know, nothing, nothing ever be proved. But from day one, when Kirby Smart walked into the door of Georgia as a head coach, he started getting top-rated recruiting classes. And I think I remember the first three or four years he was there, he got the top-rated quarterback every year. I, I, who else has ever done that? It, it, it was It was kind of weird. I was wondering how he did that. Well, I mean, he's – Unless you're thinking, you know, uh, some nefarious things going on there and nobody's proved that. Uh, some people are better recruiters than other than others. For example, take Billy Napier, right? On the surface of it, why would you come to a program that hasn't won anything in 15 years as far as a championship and last year finished below 500? Some people have a knack. Kirby Smart has a knack. So does Napier. Yeah, I, I understand that. But uh, I think uh, Kirby's smart snack was to get top-rated recruit, like like the top-rated players. But anyway, uh, that's just something I've ever thought of. I've okay. always thought of. All right. I pre- hey, have a great summer, Steve. Okay, Bye, Anthony. Anyway. Thank you. Let's get Chris to the show. Hi, Chris. Hey, Steve. Um, I, I think uh, as Gator fans, we have orange blue glasses when it comes to Georgia. So it's hard for us to, like, uh, be critical of them and do it judiciously. Um, and if you look at our 06 to 08 teams, they rivaled anything going on in the 80s at Miami. So um, we used to, during the Spurrier area, we kind of held our nose up and we're like, we don't do that at Florida. Um, but, you know, I don't know that necessarily we can do that anymore. But I will say, I think one of the problems when it comes to really good teams that almost always take flyers on kids and get in trouble down the line. We look at Ohio State, look at Alabama, and some of the stuff that's happened with players after they've left there, Georgia, Miami. I think some of the problems is that we don't, as fans and the media too, we don't have any discernment when it comes to what is dirty and what is wrong and what should not be allowable. Um, I think we got to do a better job of having discernment. I'm actually going to agree with Tennessee, Mike. I think we got to have a hard line at sexual things and violence. And you can't lump that in with, with kids at Ohio State selling their jerseys or a, a guy taking cash payments or smoking weed. You know, we've got to do a better job of, like, drawing that stuff out and then having a really hard line. I mean, I think – uh, administrations, coaches, uh, if if you're not holding a hard line for your players when it comes to sexual things and violence, 
then you should also be gone. Um, and, and I think too often we're just like, well, kids will be kids, boys will be boys. There was a boys will be boys attitude at LSU that also led to a lot of um, sexual violence against women. Baylor, that's another one. You had it all the way up to Ken Starr, the president, covering that stuff up. We just do too much of that boys will be boys stuff. And that's how that's why it's dangerous to be a college age woman these days. Well, it's I, I don't want to go there because, you know, in college or wherever, who you choose to get involved with is part of that too. Not and I'm not condoning the behavior. I'm just saying part of it is you know, who one chooses to become involved with, whichever side of the coin that's at. But I agree with you in terms of making it pretty simple, okay? If, if and I'll throw this out. I'm, I'm, a, I'm the coach of X football team. Here's my one rule. You get it, you, if there's anything involving, you know, instances with a woman, mistreatment of a woman, you're done. How hard is that? Yeah, exactly. And I, and I think what, what you're saying is who you choose to get involved with from the coaches and administration side. You're not saying that uh, as far as women go, right? Like, that's, that's, I, I'm not reading you wrong there. No, uh, I, what, I, here's what I'm oh, saying. Okay. Here's what I'm saying. In college, okay, take an athlete, not an athlete, okay? Yeah. A man, a woman, you make a choice sometimes of who to become involved with. And sometimes those choices don't work out. Now, if we're talking if we're talking about uh, a football player being a predator, if you want to use that term toward a, towards a woman, that's never and should never be condoned. Uh, yeah, I totally agree, Steve. I just I err way on the side of um, I work with a lot of students, a lot of volunteers. Um, I hear stories all the time. This is not just indicative of Georgia's program or athletes in general. It's just um, we've done the uh, the sort of attitude of like, well, look what she was wearing. We've done that way too often. I agree. We need to, we need to correct that. So, I agree. Thanks, Steve. Okay. Yep. Thank you, Chris. I agree. And, and let me make clear. Sometimes you can choose to be involved with a person who does – something that's not right, you don't blame that person. Wh whatever that, let's use a football player, does is wrong. I, I don't care what the circumstance is. And it is very simple to say. If you come in this program and it's proven that you've done something like that, you are done. You are done. I don't know. I mean, that's as, that's as easy and as plain as you can make it. Georgia isn't the first. Georgia isn't the last. I mean, that if you have not read the reporting by the Journal Constitution, read it because it's really, really good, and it and it goes into pretty decent detail um, about some of the things that have happened, and if you read it. You're thinking, like, how in the world do those guys stay on the team? That's culture or lack of it. 149, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. 
cloaked in orange and blue and fortified on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Everybody's friendly. You know, you walk into some places and you can tell who's having a bad day. Not here. It's like everybody's having a good day. Every day. Expect the unexpected. I thought I had the worst dental problems that anyone could have. Not so. Uh, once they, once we got into the procedures and, and he explained everything that was going to be done, my problems seemed few. If you have any type of hang-ups or fears, anxiety about going to the dentist, which most people probably do, I can assure you, especially from my experience, that they'll relax you enough to where you, you don't have those fears or anxieties. And that's been the greatest part of being here and that's why I continue to stay here. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Don't miss July 4th savings now at Lowe's. Freshen up your home with buy one, get one 50% off on select interior and exterior paints and exterior stains via Lowe's gift card rebate. And get gardening with savings on Stay Green Soil. Right now, buy three bags for just $10. Lowe's knows July 4th savings. Lowe's knows home improvement. Offers valid through 7-5. Soil offer excludes Alaska and Hawaii, and selection varies by location. While supplies last, more terms and restrictions apply. See Lowe's.com slash rebates for details. Welcome back to Total Wine. What brings you in today? Hey, Ruthie. I need help filling the ultimate beach cooler. Well, we have the most hard seltzers and amazing canned cocktails anywhere, like High Noon, Cut Water, White Claw, Truly, Chopo Chico, Jack Daniels and Coke, Neutral Vodka Seltzer, and Cayman Jack Zero Sugar Margarita in cans. Wow, I'm going to be the king of the cooler. And we have them at the lowest prices in town. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, be 21. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. June is the month to make your pet green by keeping them plastic free. When buying toys for your pet, look for toys made with natural materials like cotton, rope, wood, or bamboo. Even better, make toys out of old t-shirts, socks, or towels. Your dog or cat will love your upcycled toy just as much. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? Congratulations to Kevin O'Sullivan and Florida Gator Baseball on a fantastic and memorable run in Omaha. When I first got here, the program wasn't talked about very highly. It was in a bad place. I think one of the things I'm most proud about is I think this program is back to where it needs to be. In addition to a trip to the championship series, the Gators set a new single-season school record with 54 wins to go along with an SEC crown. I feel like this older guys kind of left a good foundation for all these younger guys. And just having this experience for those guys and uh, 
knowing what to expect whenever a lot of us are gone. Thanks for the ride and for the memories. This this will sting, obviously, when you're a competitor, but one game is not going to define success we had in the season. That's that's the bottom line. We are 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, your home for the Florida Gators. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF. To put a bow on this Georgia thing, in the reporting by the Journal-Constitution, listen to this. They, they have a person on their staff who used to be, I believe, a legal assistant before joining Georgia, and he joined Georgia when Mark Richt was there. But this person, according to the Journal-Constitution, has been in contact with court officials on 82, 82 separate legal matters involving players between 2016 and 2023. 82. That's a lot. Now, does that mean everybody's guilty? No. Does that mean just because a charge is levied that it sticks? No. But it doesn't take a rocket scientist to look at those numbers and at least scratch your head that, you know, winning and talent overcomes shady behavior. And unfortunately, in sports, we've seen that in college, especially way too often. Uh, Pat says, enjoying the show today as an old time Gator born and raised in Gainesville in school at UF during 0-10 and 10 and, uh, 10 and 1. I assure you I was thrilled during the Spurrier era. In my opinion, one of the best coaches in the history of college football, he did it right. I admit when Urban came and started winning, I was a happy fan. But once information came out about, a, about player conduct and lack of accountability, it made me sick, and I was embarrassed for the program. Winning at all costs is not worth it. It seems this pattern followed Urban wherever he went. What's going on at Georgia isn't good, but as a Gator fan, I don't feel I have the right to comment given the past. Okay. Um, let's see here. Andrew with his biggest problem, salaries too high, swimming in money. You can go to a game, a soda's $10. On the flip side, it's easier than ever to watch a sport, even UF versus FAU on TV. No reason to go to a game with the comfort at home. Ticket prices are insane for some of these leagues. You could buy an 80-inch TV instead of going to these games. Um, so we'll see. Joe says, major problem I see with sports, the transfer portal need to protect women's sports. Do you think CAGS's control problems are mechanics, mental, or a combination of both? Uh, probably a combination of both at times. Now, I can get to your head, but, you know, Remember, he's, he came off Tommy John and was good enough to be Florida's number three starter. He can now work on those things over the summer and then in fall ball. And hopefully he'll be better 
for what he's gone through uh, this year. I think, uh, you know, that's that's there. And I want to also mention, because it's funny, the SEC Network is showing LSU in its bowl game. If there is ever a clear sign where you can just say, go ahead and cheat, it's LSU. Feinbaum said it the other day, and I agree with him 100%. They won a national championship in football. Orgeron did some things too, allegedly, as a coach that were kind of seedy. And they had violations in basketball. They had violations in football. And what's their real what's their real punishment? So what's the message that's being sent? After all that investigation, after all that time, we'll slap your wrist, but you can go ahead and keep that championship. So why wouldn't you cheat? That that to me is a clear, clear signal for any school. Go ahead and cheat because you're going to end up with a championship. It's not going to get taken away, and you're going to get a slap on the wrist when you screw up. The way it is. Our thanks today to Gator softball coach Tim Walton for being here live. Going to take a few days off back on July 5. So enjoy the 4th of July holiday. Be safe when you do it. And hopefully... There's a few things going on in sports we could talk about when I get back because we are entering dry gulch. We are entering, I think, the worst month in sports just in terms of lack of things. But we always slog through it, and we will. Uh, And don't forget, SEC Media Day is coming up in July too, so that will certainly help. Thanks to Ailey for producing today. Thank you for listening. We'll see you again on the 5th. I'm Steve Russell. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Don't forget, stay tuned. Later on, Rays baseball live today against the D-backs. See ya. U251CG Gainesville from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.